You're listening to a very special episode 47 of Fearless Rebel Radio. And today I'm running solo, just me, which I haven't done in a while. And I would like to do more often because, um, hello, why wouldn't you want to hear me more often? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, you probably hear enough of me. (laughs) So, uh, no, today I am so excited because I've been teasing this for a little while, but my Kindle book, Body Image Remix, is coming out on Friday, November 27th, 2015. And you can get a copy for free. I want everyone to get a copy for free. And so all you need to do to get a copy for free is to go to summerinandin.com forward slash free book. That's pretty easy. Summerinandin.com forward slash free book. Um, if you already get my weekly emails, then you're going to get it for free anyways. But if you don't, because maybe you're just a podcast listener uh, or maybe you try to clear out your email, <laughs> um, then go to summerinandin.com forward slash freebook and I will send you a link to download it on Friday, November 27th. And so this episode, I want to just read some passages from the book and talk about some concepts. Uh, so this, this episode is going to be all about body image, which is what I'm super passionate about what I'm called to do in this life. And uh, yeah, let's let's get into this. I'm not going to put in the intro. Uh, we're just going to go right into it. And so um, the other thing I just want to mention before we get started, there's two things. One is that if you're listening to this um, before November 22nd, then it's not too late for you to participate in my week-long book release festivities that are going to be happening uh, online and via my private Facebook community. Uh, It's going to be a seven-day party where you can sign up to get an email every day for seven days with a body image concept, which I'm going to be talking about a lot of them today in this podcast. Uh, You'll get a passage from the book and you'll just get a prompt or a question to think about. And then the best part is prizes. Hello, so many cool prizes. I'll be giving away a prize every day for your participation in it. And so all you'd have to do is pop into the Facebook group, answer a quest, the daily question, and you're eligible, eligible, eligible to win the daily prize. Prizes are going to be things like one-on-one sessions with me, some of my favorite books, uh, some of my favorite stationery, and memberships to the December cycle of the 21 Step Body Image Remix. So to sign up for that, um, you would receive the link uh, if you're one of my regular email subscribers, you would have received that link. Um, alternatively, if you go to summerinandin.com forward slash free book and sign up for the free book, you'll get, um, it'll bump you to a page where uh, it'll encourage you to then sign up for that challenge. So you can do that there. You can also just be in my free private Facebook community, which is amazing. Um, and, uh, as always, you can join that at summerinandin.com forward slash community. Oh my God, so many links. I'm trying to keep this simple, but it's it's not easy. <laughs> 
all you really need to go to is summerinandin.com forward slash free book and then you're there. Uh, so hopefully you'll join me. That starts Monday, November 16th and we'll run through to the 22nd with all the winners announced on the 23rd. So even if you're listening to this on the 22nd, it's not too late. You can still participate because uh, I won't be picking the winners until the 23rd. Um, and then last but not least, the I'm running a December group cycle of the 21 Step Body Image Remix. So that is my life-changing 21-day online program to help you unleash the fierce, confident woman within. It's 21 emails. You get an email every day for 21 days with uh, a different body image concept and then a prompt and an action uh, for you to take. So a mission for you to complete to help you actually put the concept into practice. And I've revamped it. It's exactly one year old. Happy birthday. I would sing happy birthday, but you would likely jump into the nearest body of water to drown yourself or turn this off immediately. (laughs) So I won't do that. Um, But it's one year old and so I've revamped it. There's a whole bunch of of new missions. I've changed a bunch of the content in it and I'm super, super excited. I mean, I learn new things every year and so it'll get updated every year. And if you do it, if you've done it in the past, you always get to do it again. Like that's just how it works. So to get more information on that, just go to bodyimageremix.com. The sign up for that will be up until... November 30th and the cycle starts December 1st. And I know it's you're you might be thinking, "Oh my god, December, I don't have time." But really the missions take like 15 minutes and it's probably the best time for you to do it cuz you're going to be inundated with all of the messages that tell you that, you know, you're not good enough, that you should be restricting your food during Christmas. And I saw an ad recently for something that was called like Get Abs by Christmas, which was just like made me want to like smash my head into a desk. Um, So yeah, just know that you can do this instead. And I think your holidays will be so much better. Okay, let's get started with the content of this show. All right, so I want to talk about this book that I wrote, Body Image Remix. So I'm going to read the intro to this book because I think that'll help to really sum up what it's about. Um, I know it's similar to the name of my program, the 21 Step Body Image Remix, and that's because, I mean, that's really that was really my inspiration for this. Uh, you know, the 21 Step Body Image Remix, the, the emails are short, the missions are, are actual actions to take, but I really wanted to get into some of the theory as to like where that stuff came from um, and what really makes a good body image and what are the factors that uh, contribute to a good body image and what are, where are the areas that we get stuck and what, what do we really need to look at when we look at body image from, you know, an overall like holistic, I'll use the word holistic perspective. Because it's not just about like winking at yourself in the mirror. It, there's so many layers to it. And so I wanted to get into some of those some of those layers at a more in-depth level. And so that's really why I created this book. So just to read the about section to you. I created this book to help you get curious about what it really means to have good body image and to uncover the most important mindset shifts and actions you'll need to take to foster radical, unconditional self-love. I find many self-help books are written with a kumbaya, hey soul sister tone, and frankly, they make me want to strangle a kitten. 
This is self-help for misfits and rebels. If you're a woman who wants to dig deep while not taking yourself too seriously and you appreciate some raunchiness, then this is for you. Whether you're ready to wholeheartedly abandon the idea that your life will be better 10 pounds from now, or if you're simply body posse curious, I applaud your decision to explore a concept that is contrary to everything our culture shoves down your throat. So that's the intro to the book to sum it up. And yeah, just to speak to that in a little bit more detail. uh, Obviously, if you listen to any of the stuff I do, my tone tends to be a little bit different than other uh, self-help experts. Uh, And I wanted to just bring that to to body image. I don't think it has to be, um, you know, so fluffy and you know, love your body. Like, I think, I think we can, we can do this from another perspective if that stuff doesn't resonate with, with you. Uh, and so I've attempted to mold those things together, (laughs) right? Self-help for misfits and rebels. Uh, and so what the book gets into just to give you a little pre (laughs) preview uh the first part is really about setting the stage for body love so talking about where our body image actually comes from and why it's important to understand those things Uh, what it means to have positive body image and this is where i think um, a lot of people get stuck as well so i'll just read um, a little passage here from the book as to what it means to actually love your body. Embodying self-love is so much more than winking at your reflection in the mirror. It's about knowing at your core that you are enough and worthy of the utmost kindness and respect from yourself and others, regardless of your appearance. When you start to tap into and express your unapologetic, authentic self, you'll get comfortable with who you really are on a visceral level. There is a big emotional weight lifted when you no longer have to diet and size two your way through life. Let's dive into why this is all about your mindset. And so I go into why that's all about your mindset. But really what this speaking is speaking to is that, you know, I think people think that when I talk about loving your body, when I talk about self-love, um, they get it mixed up with like, they get it mixed up with lust. And really it's about knowing yourself and showing up as yourself and treating yourself with trust, respect, and kindness. And sometimes that doesn't feel good, you know, it goes against feeling good. It can really elicit some emotional discomfort, but ultimately the joy and freedom that you receive from that is so huge. Um, And so I, I speak in depth about, you know, what it really means to love yourself. And then I talk about the different stages that we go through because it would be impossible to go from hating yourself to loving yourself. I mean, that would just be crazy, right? If you spent like more than half your life hating yourself, it's going to take you a really long time. So I talk about the various stages that I, you know, that you go through just from acceptance to embracing and then to loving. That's, that's the way I've categorized them and what that really means. Because I think that if we can look at it as though you're moving across a spectrum, so you're moving from this place of self-hate to this place of self-love, instead of really focusing on the end point, which there is no end point, uh, focusing it, looking at it more across a spectrum and being able to say, okay, like I've actually come a long way. Like I have more good days than bad days, or I have, I had one good day and I used to always have bad days. You know, we can really celebrate how far we've come 
and continue on our journey and set realistic expectations for ourselves. Because one thing I notice is that women with poor body image are really hard on themselves. (laughs) And so we need to be easier on ourselves. And so I get into that. And then I also, uh, the second part is really talking about what I call the meat and potatoes of loving your body. And that is really getting into all of the different facets that uh, that create a positive uh, body image. So we talk about uh, imperfection. I talk about uh, the negative voice in your head, what that really means, why it's there, why telling it to shut up doesn't work, and how to manage it in a different way. Uh, how to be unapologetic and just show up as you why the influences of our culture and the uh, messages that we've internalized from that shape our body image and how to buy into a new way of thinking and reject the ideals that are put upon us by our current culture. I talk about self-worth and unshackling self-worth from your gene size and where self-worth really comes from. You know, self-worth doesn't come from somebody liking you. It doesn't come from having a perfect performance appraisal at work. It doesn't come from looking a certain way. It comes from your core and it's made up of a bunch of different facets. And so while I feel like I could write a whole other book on self-worth, this touches on some of those facets. I talk about owning your shit. Like, this is huge. So much of body image, so much of the way we feel about ourselves is just a deflection of other things that we are really afraid of or other emotional discomfort in our life. So breaking that down and being able to own your emotions, own your shit, look at the reality of your life to be able to untangle that from the way that you feel about your body uh, is imperative. Being okay if other people don't like you. So we talk about why compassion is actually more important than confidence. And to be okay if other people don't like you really comes from cultivating more compassion, not confidence, and how to cultivate compassion. Uh, And then, you know, what the journey really looks like and what expectations you should have. Um, And that's, I mean, that's a summary of everything that's in there on a very high level. It's a short read. I mean, in terms of number of pages, I would say it's like 60, 70 pages. So you can blaze through it in a couple of hours. This is not my big, like, I'm going to do a whole book tour book. That's on my radar for the next couple of years. This is my first foray into it. And I wanted to touch on as many things as possible. So let's talk about a couple of those things in more detail. Some of my favorite passages and some of my favorite concepts that come out of this book. Let's talk about being unapologetic, okay? So being unapologetic is really showing up as who you are. I think we apologize for who we are. We put disclaimers on ourselves for saying what we really want to say, for, you know, excusing the way we look. Um, and and that feeds into this feeling of, like, we have to win likability points from other people. And that prevents us from feeling comfortable as who we are. And so one of my favorite passages from the book is, Fitting in and being accepted is safe. 
It protects us from being an outcast and reliving the pain of our childhood when we were called last to be on a team or not invited to scrapbook fuzzy fuzzy stickers with Heather Ann at recess. When we're so focused on winning the praise of others and looking like we have it all figured out, we don't allow ourselves to really be seen. It's impossible to be who you really are when all your concerns are tied up in what other people think. It took me a long time to realize I'd rather be someone's cotton candy ice cream than everyone's vanilla. So that's the the end of the passage there. (laughs) I used the person's real name. (laughs) I hope that's not bad. She was a cool chick, but I didn't get invited to to scrapbook fuzzy stickers with her at recess. But I think if we can, you know, see that so much of what we try and do is to fit in and just be accepted and that, you know, to be safe, like that's where a lot of our negative voice comes from. It's just this part of ourselves that's like, you know, oh, don't get your feelings hurt. Like that's painful. Let's avoid the pain. So by avoiding, in order to avoid the pain, we try to fit in. And we try to fit in by pleasing everyone else. And by pleasing everyone else, we lose ourselves in the process. And so being unapologetic really means letting go of what other people think and showing up as who we are. So setting boundaries, saying what we really want to say, wearing what we really want to wear. And, you know, you can just start to do that gradually, just one thing at a time. Just, you know, try to remind yourself, like, I got to be unapologetic, unapologetically me. And it's just such a huge sigh of relief when you start to do that. The second thing I want to touch on is imperfection. So imperfection is uh, a huge part of having, uh, you know, embodying self-love, having good body image. We set the bar so high for ourselves that we constantly feel like we're not good enough. So here's an excerpt from the book. Our female beauty ideals are always straining to new ridiculous standards that keep us trapped on the hamster wheel of perfection. It's this quest for perfection and corresponding shame that throws us into the never-ending weight loss and diet insanity spiral. This desire to be perfect fuels us to never feel good enough. We hold ourselves up to ridiculous standards where good is still not enough. Imperfection is unacceptable. And when the reality of our imperfect life doesn't match the crazy idea we've put upon ourselves, we feel shame. This shame often rears its head as body shame. And so I talk about really embracing all the pieces of yourself. So we're made up of good pieces. We're made up of okay pieces and we're made up of not so good pieces. And when we try to shove them all into the good box, you know, when we try to make every part of ourselves good, we're never going to be able, first of all, that's impossible. You're never going to be able to. And so you're constantly going to be uh, in the state of mind where you're never meeting your own expectations. And so you never feel good enough. And so in order to feel like you're good enough, it's really important to just accept that you're made up of this tapestry of pieces that are good, that are okay, that are not so good. And that's what makes you human. And that that's what makes you awesome. And to just accept that and be okay with it. And so that's um, a key piece of, of being imperfect. The third thing I want to talk about is being fierce at any size. So one of the reasons we feel body shame is because we've bought into bullshit stereotypes about what it means to be thin and fat. And I put those in quotation marks because those are really just perceptions. So here's an excerpt from the book. 
One of the reasons we have these body stereotypes is because body diversity is absent in the media of our modern culture. Pick up a magazine and flip through to see if you can find women with a similar body or body parts to yours. Find a woman with your legs, stomach, arms, or butt. Did you find any? If so, you're in the minority. Now watch TV ads and see if you find women with a body like yours. I'll wait. It's nearly impossible. I think Simon Cowell might have the same earlobes as me, but that's about it. So this is huge. I mean, there is fat phobia in our culture. Don't run away when you hear that word. I do talk about it in the book. Um, But challenging that, challenging the stereotypes that we've associated with certain body types, untangling our emotions with body types, speaking what we really want to, what we really feel uh, is so important. So for example, instead of saying, looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking like, I feel fat or I'm so fat. It's like, what does that really mean? I really encourage you to dig deep on that and to state what you really mean. So in your case, maybe it's, I feel unlovable or I feel unattractive. But disentangling fat from like an emotional state of mind, like fat is just a descriptor. There's nothing wrong with being fat. It's just the messages that we've internalized about it. It's what our society has caused us to feel about it. And so challenging those stereotypes and really like honing on in on what you believe fat means and what you believe thin means and then challenging that is really important because unless you, uh, if, if you can't do that, then that that voice that is afraid of fat in your head um, or is afraid of like, quote unquote, being bigger um, is going to perpetuate a poor body image. You know, like you have to celebrate all bodies. You have to know that all bodies are good bodies and that, you know, being fat doesn't mean that you are unlovable. It doesn't mean you are unattractive. Uh, And being thin, conversely, you know, doesn't mean that you are more lovable or that you are more attractive. Um, And there are so many women that are working towards breaking free of these standards and showing that you can be sexy and happy at any size and healthy for that matter. Uh, and it's important to expose yourself to that and to really get, get into this, buy into this new culture. So one of the quotes that I really like that relates to that is if we fear and stigmatize certain body types, we are more likely to have a distorted body image. All bodies are good bodies. Your body is a good body. Put that on a Pinterest board. Oh, wait, I already created an image for it. You'll be able to get that on my Instagram feed next week. Um, Okay, another thing I want to talk about that I touched on is just the importance of compassion over confidence. So, you know, we when we think of body image, we we often think we need more confidence. And so confidence, yes, sure, that helps. But compassion is what we really need. So here's how I explain it in the book. Confidence is the courage to show up as the woman you want to be today. Compassion is the capacity to embrace imperfection and be okay with the outcome no matter what happens. One of my favorite unattributed Pinterest quotes is confidence is not they will like me. It's I'll be okay if they don't. But where this quote falls short is that confidence doesn't actually help you to be okay if they don't. Compassion does. Compassion helps us to forgive and be kind to ourselves. And as I like to say, move the hell on. Compassion is all about the ability to relate to yourself with kindness. 
And so compassion is one of my favorite things to speak about. And when I work with clients, it's one of the biggest things that I work on is like helping them to flex that compassion muscle uh, to build up that internal compassionate self-talk because that's what we really need. You know, we don't need more confidence. We need more compassion. And so we talk about that uh, throughout the book. The next thing I want to chat about is fearlessness. So uh, yeah, okay. I, you know, I use the word fearless. I have my own definition of it, which is you feel the fear and you do it anyways. So maybe I should call this fearful rebel radio. I don't think as many people would like it, which is why I went with fearless. But I know people are always like, well, fearless means you don't have any fear. And I'm like, well, okay. (laughs) In my mind, fearlessness, being fearless means you have fear and you do it anyways. So um, being fearless or stepping into your fears is so important to living the life that you want. All right. Like you can have all these, you can have all these things that you want to do in your body. Uh, Maybe it's like go to the beach. Maybe it's wear shorts. Maybe it's, um, you know, do a presentation at work, whatever it is. there's no way we're ever going to eliminate that fear. Anytime we step outside of our comfort zone, we're going to feel that fear. And so here's uh, an excerpt from the book that speaks about this. In order to be the woman you desire to be, you may put yourself in a vulnerable position where you are open to rejection, judgment, or possible emotional discomfort. Many women stall on doing the things they want to do in the body they have because they are paralyzed by the fear of dropping their perfectionist shield. There is a big cloud of the scary unknown waiting on the other side. This is the healthy kind of fear that will ignite radical changes in how we feel about ourselves. In order to get comfortable in our own skin, we have to lean into this particular type of fear and discomfort. So I encourage my clients to step into their fears because the only way we get more comfortable is by stepping into the fear, realizing everything was okay, repeating, doing it again, and every time the fear starts to minimize. Because ultimately what we're generally afraid of is rejection, um, being judged, being criticized, emotional discomfort. And so we have to either experience those things and realize it's okay, that we're still enough as we are, or go through the experience and realize that none of those things actually happened um, in order to keep doing it and keep showing up. Because if we really lived fearlessly, we would hide in our closets and never leave the house, which is not what we want. Your body's not going to limit you from being lovable. Only your hatred of yourself will limit you from being lovable. Okay. I also talk about forgiveness and moving on. Because this is huge and it comes back to compassion again. And so here's an excerpt from the book. We tend to fall victim to the belief that being hard on ourselves will lead to self-improvement. We think that if we beat ourselves up, we'll be motivated to do better. This is such bullshit. Beating yourself up and withholding compassion feeds chronic feelings of not enoughness. Criticism will not motivate you and as sure as hell won't make you love yourself. Can you think of anything in your life that you love more by criticizing? except for The Bachelor and possibly The Bachelorette. We tend to and foster the things we love. When we criticize ourselves and hold ourselves to ridiculous standards, we are fueling our feelings of inadequacy. Being hard on ourselves does not lead to positive change. So learning to forgive yourself and move on is critical to knowing that you're enough. And that comes back to compassion, which is why it's so important. But forgive yourself. My goodness, it's just... It has to, it has to be a part of your daily life is just forgiving yourself. Okay. 
And then one of the other things I talk about is is just freedom. You know, ultimately what we want by wanting a certain body shape is freedom. You know, we've, we've hinged these expectations on this like quote unquote ideal body, but that only works against us. And so here's an excerpt from the book. I want you to challenge any bullshit assumptions that say your body dictates your happiness in life. Once you can do that, you can start to see that your ideal body was really just assassinating your freedom. The dream of finally reaching perfection has likely been the reason you've spent hours upon hours thinking or saying negative things to yourself, obsessing over whether you ate too much peanut butter or dragging yourself to the gym instead of enjoying a luxurious sleep-in day. Freedom exists by abandoning the idea that your life will be better 10 pounds from now. Uh, and ultimately this is what this is all about is just getting freedom, freedom to just not have those body woes, you know, to, to be able to think about the other things happening in your life, to be able to do the things you want to do. Um, those are the teasers I'm going to leave you with for, for this book. Uh, there are some of my favorite, uh, pieces, uh, a lot of these are actually pulled from the seven-day uh, book party festivities. So the excerpts that I'll be sending out via email um, that uh, are going to be going out starting on the 16th. So make sure you're signed up for that. Again, at summerinand.com forward slash free book. Um, and I'll just leave you with a couple of my favorite, favorite quotes. We are on the verge of a cultural revolution that is not widely accepted or understood. You have to be willing to be a rebel to challenge standards and break rules. Showing up to this party known as life as your true self takes serious guts and is the ultimate act of rebellion in a society that tells you who you should be. Yay! So you guys, I'm so excited about this. Or you gals, if you're, um, you know, I don't know a stickler on that. I still say you guys, even though I'm a feminist, <laughs> it's just, it's just what I do. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited about this. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and that's why I want to give it to you for free. Beyond that, it'll be available on Amazon, um, as a Kindle download for like $4.99. So cheaper than a pumpkin spice latte, depending on the size that you order. And whether you have like add-ins like lactose-free milk. Um, so again, uh, I can't wait to celebrate the release of this with you. I can't wait to share it with you. And if you want to take that next step and and really like put some of this stuff into action, just remember I'm running a December group cycle of the 21-step Body Image Remix. That'll be starting on December 1st. You can just go to bodyimageremix.com. Um, again, I've revamped it. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of new testimonials that I'll be putting on the website. Um, and I'm super pumped to get that going again. I'll be running a couple other group cycles during the year. I mean, it's available anytime you can do it anytime, but I run it as a group, but two to three times a year, just because there's a little bit more camaraderie when I run it that way. Uh, and I'd love you to join me with that. So with that, thank you for listening. You are amazing. I wrote this from my not so PG heart to yours. Um, I hope you enjoy it. If you don't, that's okay too. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Um, and if you did enjoy it, once you, once you get the book, obviously I would love you to leave me a glowing Amazon review to get this message out there. And if you want your friends and family or 
you know, your partner who doesn't understand what you mean when you talk about body image to understand more about it, um, give them a copy. So tell them to go to summerinandin.com slash free book to get the copy uh, for free before the 27th or when I when I shoot it to you on the 27th. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, you guys are, you gals, you guys fearless rebels are amazing. Um, we'll be back to regular programming in the next week or two. Can't wait to party at the book release party with you. Rock on.